Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem amma ba'ad Respected ulama'i kiram, brothers and elders, respected youth Alhamdulillah, this all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Who has guided us in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Today being a Saturday night, we are free Many of us might have worked very very hard during the day You could have went home, rested You could have been in other places but it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has given us the tawfiq to come and spend the time in the best of houses. Ahabbul bilali illallahi masajiduha. The best of places in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the masajid. So let us inshallah renew our intention, correct our intention. We are sitting here only for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make this intention also. We have come to also increase our knowledge of deen. Is mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that a person who comes to the masjid with the intention of learning or teaching then he will get the reward of a perfect hajj subhanallah just imagine just sitting here we just make that intention in our heart inshallah so easy just to make that intention in our heart no vaccine needed no ticket needed no accommodation needed no going to the airport and booking all that thawab just by making that one intention. Allah give us a tawfiq inshallah. So we are very very fortunate alhamdulillah sitting in the company of such great mashayikh, ulama and kiram. To start off commence today's program inshallah we'll have a qira'ah by Malana Umer who is who hails from Japan. Uh, he's actually a student from, of Malana Naimu Talasa's Madrasa, Madrasa Hamidiya and he did his final year in Madrasa, Madrasa Zakaria. Also, one thing we should take, um, uh, we should understand that this is not a customary thing that we start a program of the Quran Kareem. Understand the Quran Kareem that when it is being read, we should show our, our, our utmost respect towards the recitation of the Quran Kareem. It is mentioned in the ayat of the Quran Kareem that when the Quran is being recited, lahu, then listen attentively, turhamun, and remain silent. So that you become recipient of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In, in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's times, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's kalam, whenever he used to read Quran, Abu Bakr used to read Quran, had so much effect on the hearts of the disbelievers. We as mu'mineen, inshallah, we sitting in the masjid, then definitely it's going to have effect on our hearts as well, inshallah. So without further ado, inshallah, we'll call Mona Umir to render the kirat, inshallah. بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو 
Oh. 
يُسَبِّحُ لَهُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ Insha'Allah, Allahumma zid fazid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept. Kani sahib read the last three verses of Surah Hashar. It is mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A person who reads three times, A'udhu billahi sami'il alimi minash shaytani rajim. We all know A'udhu billahi minash shaytani rajim. We just need to add the two sifats of Allah, as-sami'in al-alim. A'udhu billahi sami'il alimi minash shaytani rajim Three times and read the last three verses of Surah Hashar And what, what is the significance, the reward Nabiya Kam sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will appoint 70,000 malaika And he will make dua and seek forgiveness on your behalf And if that person has to pass away after reading this wazifa He will pass away as a shaheed Subhanallah. Allah give me and give us all of us a tawfiq that every day inshallah after the Fajr Salah and after the Maghrib Salah we read this inshallah. Inshallah now we will call Mulan Rashid Musa Jisab to render some ash'ar. Also this ash'ar also in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Hazrat Hassan bin Sabid radiallahu anhu a great sahabi radiallahu anhu used to sit on a member and sing and render ash'ar poetry in the praises of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. On one occasion, he, he read, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, increase, zid, increase and increase, and, until he said, hatta an mi'ata abiyat, until I compose hundred poems in the praises of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So this is not the, 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 the whatever, the message of that ashar, that is very, very important. Not the way how the tune or the rhythm, how, how beautifully it sounds, but these ashar are actually Bayans of Hasha Hakim Akhtar Muhammad Sahib Rahmatullahi May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq of taking the lessons from, from these ashar inshallah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh This is the kalam of Arif Billah Hazrat Shah Hakim Muhammad Akhtar Sahib Rahimahullah Rahmatan Wasi'ah which is entitled Tere Dar Par Tera Banda Pa Ummide Karam Aya Karam Se Unke Mere Samne Unka Haram Aya Karam Se Unke Mere Samne Unka Haram Aya Hamari Zindagi Ka Waqt Waqt Mughtanam Aya Karam Se Rabbi Kaaba Ke Dua Yard Nahi Hoti 
کرم سے رب کعبہ کے دعا رد نہیں ہوتی نظر کے سامنے قسمت سے میری ملتزم آیا نظر کے سامنے قسمت سے میری ملتزم آیا
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ما بعد As Moana had mentioned the shahar and poetry of Hakim Akhtar Sahib Rahmatullah Ali actually bayans that emanated from the heart of Hazrat Wala in the love, the ma'rifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala although many of us might have not understood the Urdu but we could hear the sweetness behind those words the haram of Makkah, Makarrama, Bukaba Sharif, Multazam this is the ma'rifat of the friends of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu when they went to the haram of Makkah, Makarrama what they saw there were the eyes of the heart when they gave Allah tabarak wa ta'ala the basarat, the physical eyes, Allah ta'ala gave them basirat, the eyes of the heart. What they see, the Hazrat Wala, we learn from him, that the makin, those that inhabit a place, are more virtuous than the place itself. Person goes to the Kaaba Sharif, the Baytullah is going to visit, not the Bayt, not the house, but the owner of the house. It is Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. And to learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we sit by the feet of those that recognize Allah. They will show us, as it teaches us also, that we fall in love with the Ahlullah, with those who have Allah in their heart, then they will introduce us to Allah Himself. Now we go to the Haram. Now the color of the Haram is different. Whether a person is far, a person is near, but a person's heart is by Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. The beautiful poem, Hakim Sahib Rahmatullah says, that, oh my Allah, your banda and your slave has come to your threshold, to your doorstep, seeking the karam and the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reality is you all are living in the karam of Allah, the fazl of Allah, the rahmat of Allah. Hazrat Wala says we are living on bansela, free of charge Allah Baq is giving. To get the rahmat of Allah, we have to pay something, we have to do something. Whether we can call our salah real salah, I have no guarantee. My Qur'an tilawat really, if it's really Qur'an tilawat, I don't have any guarantee. But what Allah Ta'ala has given me upon all my broken amal, this is only the karam and the mercy and the kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Diyafti says, Karam se unke mere saamne unka haram mahaya. That, oh my Allah, only by your karam and your kindness, that now the haram must come in front of me. That when the lovers of Allah Ta'ala proceed to the haram of Makkah, Makarramah, how their hearts are pulling, that when will, I, when will my eyes sit upon the Haram of Makkah, Makarama, the Haram of Madinatul Munawwara? Shaykh Ali Tantabi Rahmatullah Ali, he says that we went from, from Syria to Madinah Munawwara by road, the first Jamaat. It took us almost 50 days. He says that by the 40th day already we had finished all the water and our food also. But Ajib, he says that we were actually, our sustenance became, we were living on the sustenance of the thoughts of walking in the gullies of Medina Munawwara. That kept us alive. That soon you will see, but the navigator got lost in the desert. And we couldn't ask him where we were. He says, finally those magical words came out from his mouth. And he said, Ahada Uhud. Here's the mount of Uhud. And he says, then the language of lovers began to flow from our tongues. That is the poetry in the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And tears began to flow when they saw the green dome of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May Allah take all of us over and over again with afiyat. But what they saw in the haramin, al-sharifain, the love of Allah, the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hamari zindagi ka waqt, waqti mughtanam ayaha. Hazrat says that now the haram has come in front of me. And oh my Allah, now that most opportune time of my life has now finally come. That now is the time to give up all the sins in my life and fall in love with my Allah. Yalla, I have come to, pu- to become purified. 
the place of purity, the pure, the place of ma'rifat of Allah, the tajalli of Allah, the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a time of my life now. Usually a person says, I'm going for some holiday to some exotic place, the capital of some haram thing. And he takes pride in it, he will come back with a cap also, I went to a certain city in the world. Or he'll come with some t-shirt, we went to a certain city or town, or some magnet he'll put now, or she'll put on the fridge or freezer. That we went to this place, this is the capital of sports, or whatever it may be. Allah give us the eyes and ma'rifat of Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala, ma'rifat of the eyes of the heart. That Makkatul Mukarramah to us is the capital of the universe. We are going to the capital of the universe, where the Baytullah is. Allah's, Allah's arsh is upon, over the Kaaba Sharif. Upon the Kaaba Sharif in the skies is the Kaaba of the Malaika, they are making tawaf. How many thousand Anbiya alayhi salatu salam are buried in the Mataf area? Hazrat Wala says, we understand what is the haram of Makkah Mukarramah. Nabi alayhi salatu salam, the amount of Qurmani he gave there, the amount of sujood he made there, the steps he took there, the Qurmani he gave there. Hazrat Wala says that if a person gets an opportunity to make, to make one sajda in the Mataf of Makkah Mukarramah, this is the karam of Allah. That when he returns from the haram, it is deserving that we kiss those eyes and those forehead that made sajda in the haram of Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Manohra. We already understand the value of these things. This is a time, opportune time of my life now. Then now I have come to the capital of the universe, that is Makkah, Mukarramah. Then I go to Madinah, Manohra, the capital of the world. These are the real capitals for the believers. That these are the places that we want to go to. And nowhere else. We want to be near Allah, Tabarak wa Ta'ala. To be near... Be near Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We feel comfortable there. Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, they had any problem. They had any problem in Makkah Mu'azzara, they go to the Kaaba Sharif. Madina Munawwara, they had the shoulder of Nabi alayhi salatu sallam to cry upon. Our Hazrat tells us that now, Allah ta'ala has blessed this ummah with such a beautiful deen, that we are the only ummah in the world that know with yaqeen and conviction where our messenger Nabi Ali salatu salam is buried. Not the ummah has his virtue. We know he's buried in Madinah to Munawwara. Allah opened the, the air spaces for us. And take us there, book the ticket, we have accommodation. Before you know it, you're standing at the road of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Like how they say, that our golden mile, our golden mile is not here at the beachfront. Our golden mile is from Babu salam to Babu al-Baqi. That's our golden mile. When we walk in to make salat and salam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They after Hazrat Hakim sahab says, Rahmatullah alayhi karam say, Rabbi Kaaba ki dua, ya rad nahi hoti. That by the karam and the favor of the Rabb of the Kaaba Sharif, that here in the haram of Makkah, Mukarramah, duas are never rejected. Guaranteed acceptance a person can feel sitting in the haram of Makkah. 120 mercies of Allah ta'ala descend daily upon those that are present in the haram of Makkah, Mukarramah. 60 upon those that are making tawaf, 40 upon those that are performing salah, and 20 upon those that are just looking at the Kaaba Sharif. Duas are never rejected. Person goes there, he feels, how many a person says, I went there, I don't know what happened to my heart. Even upside down, I saw the Kaaba Sharif. I couldn't believe I'm standing in front of the Qibla, I was performing salah, it was all my life. Duas are never rejected. Nazar ke saamne, kismat se meri, multazam aya, by the, 
taqdeer and qismat, my good fortune, and the decree of Allah tabarakahu wa ta'ala, now the multazam has come in front of me. That part of the Kaaba Sharif between the Hajri Aswad and the door of the Kaaba Sharif duas are never rejected. Person goes there, attaches his chest to the multazam and his right cheek, and now he talks to Allah tabarakahu wa ta'ala. That Ya Allah, now I have come finally. You have given me the opportunity. That Ya Allah, I am clinging on to the ghilaf of the Kaaba. Ya Allah, I want you. Ya Allah, if you are mine, everything is mine. Agar tu meri, sab, sab shay meri. Ya Allah, if you are mine, everything is mine. If I don't get Allah, tabarak, ulama explain, when we go to the multazam and hajri aswad, whatever, whatever jazbah, emotion and intention we have in the heart, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts a seal on it. We go... With this intention, Ya Allah, I have come for your ma'rifat. I have come to gain the love of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Duas are never rejected in the haram of Makkah Mukarrama. Yaka dharra dharra muzhari anwari ka'aba hai. Every, every atom, every speck of sand over here will show you is a, is a mazhar, an exhibition of the anwar and the effulgence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If only the sons of Makkah Mukarramah could speak. What Karbuzaris, they would tell us of Sahaba radiallahu anhum, the back of Bilal radiallahu anhu, Suhaib Rumi, and Ammar bin Yasir, and his mother Sumayya. Ulama said that the sons of Makkah know the Sahaba ikram, because they were dragged on the sands. So many Sahaba is mentioned in tafsir, that they were forced to utter words of kufr. But their hearts were hutma'in, their hearts were absolutely satisfied with iman. And Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi permitted them also. If they force you, they're about to take your life, then you can utter the words of kufr. But your, your, your heart is absolutely at peace with iman. They had this leeway. But they say, in spite of that, Bilal radiallahu anhu couldn't even utter the words of kufr. He was prepared to take the persecution. And say, ahad, ahad, the one Allah, the one Allah. Every atom, every molecule, everything in Makkah Mukarrama shows the, the, the magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ye malika karam hai, uspe jo uske karam, haram aya. This is the kindness of the malik and the owner of the Kaaba Sharif of Makkah Mukarrama. That he showers his mercies upon those that come to Makkah Mukarrama. That is a place to get the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Agar pur khata hai, Purkaha, purkaha jaye tera banda. And Zakim sahab says, Rahmatullah alayhi dar, oh my Allah, I've come to the haram finally. Even though I have come full of sins. I've come full of sins. And Allah loves to forgive sins. They say a person goes to the haram of Makkah, Makarrama, he takes, he takes three gifts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He takes his sins, his ajizi and nadamat. And these three things are not found in the treasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This only insan has, Allah doesn't have. And Allah loves these things in the life of a believer. Where he has sins, Allah says, I love to forgive sins, you brought so much to me, I will forgive all of them. Just one wind, one wave of my rahmat and my mercy will wipe out all your, all your sins in your past life. Now forget about it, you have become mine. Ajizi, helplessness, Allah is al-qawi, all-powerful. Allah, I have come, I'm a useless, I'm hopeless, would would regret, Ya Allah, what have I done with my life? This is a place now for me to change my life. Even though I have come with full sins, O oh my Allah, but where does this slave of yours go to? Where do I go to? 
It's only the dua of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. And when you hear from Hazrat, that once, a person, Hassan Basi rahmatullah alayhi, had mentioned, that continue tapping, continue tapping the door of Allah, Allah will open it one day. Continue tapping the door of Allah, Allah will open it one day. He said, old woman, that I had the ma'rifat, recognition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, replied, and she said, I never heard of Allah closing His door ever. I never heard of Allah ever closing His door. You say, tap it, you will open it. I never heard of Allah closing His door. He's always open. That oh my Allah, I have come with all these sins, where else do I go to? I've come to your doorstep, to your threshold, with great amount of hope in your mercy. We never lose hope in the mercy of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah's mercy is beyond our comprehension. We heard from a Hazrat Wala also, the Nabi Ali Salatu Salam once was traveling, as Umar bin Khattab narrates uh, this incident, and he says, we came across a people, and we put up camp over there. And there was a young woman with her child, her son, and she, she had the stove that was lit with fire, and she was cooking, and this young boy was coming towards the fire every time. And she pushes him away, pushes him away, and then she hears that amongst this group is a final Nabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She comes to Nabi alayhi salatu wa sallam, are you Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? He says, yes I am. She says, I have a question to ask you. So he says, what is it? She says, is not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most merciful of all those that show mercy? She says, most definitely. Then she asks, O Nabi of Allah, will a mother ever, ever throw her child into the fire? He says, no. She says, will Allah ever throw us into the fire of Jahannam? If I will not throw my child, will Allah throw me and us into the fire of Jahannam? Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi wa put his head down and began to cry. And then he says, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most merciful. Only those that will reject saying la ilaha illallah. And be rebellious. Only those now Allah will throw in the fire of Jahannam. But Allah's mercy is beyond our expectation. Allah, I have come to your dar, to your threshold. With hope in my heart, oh my Allah, that you will forgive me. Zabani shukar qasir here. Lugat me dam lahi akhtar. That says rahmatullah alayhi. That oh my Allah, my zuban, my tongue is deficient. Doesn't have enough sufficient words, oh my Allah, to be shukr to you. How can you describe your rahmat and your mercy? And thank you, the tongue doesn't have the capacity. No, does the language also have the words, oh my Allah, to thank you for your ni'mas and your bounties? Mary Umid says, Yada, Nazar Umka Karamaya. Hazrat says, oh my Allah, more than my expectations also. Your rahmat has descended upon me, showered upon me more they can even expect from you. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That how much we are doing is limited. But Allah's rahmat upon us is limitless. And how much Allah is giving every day in spite of our wrongdoings. We can imagine now, once you sit in the company of the pious and learn from them, how to love Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, how to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how much more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us, Allah give us so to understand. MashaAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq of instilling those invices into our hearts, inshaAllah. May Allah grant us the love, the true love of the Harameen Sharifain. May Allah bring, back to norm, uh, bring uh, the things back to normality. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us to Harameen Sharifain again and again. That where before we witnessed millions thronging and flocking to the Harameen Sharifain. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring that day once again, inshaAllah. Now we will call Hazrat Mawlana Abdul Hamid Sardan Barakatuh to address us 
with his words of wisdom, inshallah. Alhamdulillah <laughs> Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abadan ala bashirin nadhiri muhammada Mawlaya salli wa sallim daiman abadan ala taha sayyidil mursaleen Balligh salami rawdatan fiha al-nabiyyul muhtaram Ya khayra man dufinat bilqai a'zumuhu فطاب من طيبهن القاع والأكم روح الفداء لقبر أنت ساكنه فيه العفاف وفيه الجود والكرم هو الحبيب الذي ترجى شفاعته لكل هول من الأحوال مقتحمي يا رب بالمصطفى بلغ مقاصدنا واغفر لنا ما مضى يا واسع الكرم أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وعسى أن تكره شيئا وهو خير لكم وعسى أن تحب شيئا وهو شر لكم we are living at a time, and in fact all times were that where we are tested with our iman. And for our own safety, it is very advisable and very necessary that we keep on renewing our iman. Nabi Ali also told the Sahaba, Jaddidu imanakum. Keep on refreshing, renewing your iman. We renew our licenses, we renew many things all the time. The most important thing that we have to renew and rejuvenate and put power in is our Iman. Our blood which is flowing in the body without which we won't function, blood is absolutely necessary and it's picking up all types of dirt all the time as it's servicing the body. Allah has made the system for the purification of the blood also. The oxygen we breathe in with the lungs and then the blood comes from the heart to the lungs and that blood is made brand new blood again. All the carbon dioxide is pulled out and all oxygen is put in and it refreshes again the whole body. More important than that also, we have to refresh our Iman. And we have to do that more. This functioning of the heart is 24 hours. We can be fast asleep 
We can be having beautiful dreams, we can be having nightmares, but the heart is doing its work all the time. The lungs are doing its, their work all the time. We are in a closed room, but the oxygen is still being taken in and the carbon dioxide is coming out. So Allah Taala, more than that, make it that we refresh our iman all the time. For that one very important thing and easy for the ummah, we all know our five kalimas, and then imani mufassal, imani mujmal. Try and read all, inshallah, mornings and evenings. And at least read the fifth kalima. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an ushrika bika shay'aw wa ana a'lamu bi. Oh Allah, I seek your protection that I associate any partners to you in any way, and that I be aware of it. اللهم إني أعوذ بك أن أشرك بك شيئا وأنا أعلم به وأستغفرك لما لا أعلم به. And what I don't know, that also I seek your forgiveness. آمن آمن تبلاه وملائك نو. جي آمن تبلاه اللهم إني أعوذ بك أن أشرك بك شيئا وأنا أعلم به وأستغفرك لما لا أعلم به. تُبْتُ عَنْهُ وَتَبَرَّأْتُ مِنَ الْكُفْرِ وَالشِّرْكِ وَالْمَعَاصِي كُلِّهَا أَسْلَمْتُ وَآمَنْتُ وَأَقُولُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ In this way that all gunas, we mention a few major, and then all gunas, what I know and I don't know, I seek your protection and I ask your forgiveness. Very important that we renew our iman. Try and tell our families also. Try and our children also daily on a daily basis, morning and evening. And the other, the Imani Mujmal. Amantu billahi kama huwa. Bi asma'ihi wa sifatihi wa qabiltu jami'a ahkamihi wa arkanihi. Oh Allah, I believe in Allah. Amantu billahi kama as Allah is. Yeah, there is more detail very briefly. That we have to believe in Allah is not what we think who Allah is. Find out properly. We have to believe in Allah as Allah is. Who Allah is, what, uh, how Allah is, we have to have that iman on Allah Ta'ala. Not what I think. Every one of us, we have got different. Once we were on our suffers, we were in a, on a, in a, in a country town. And one person, very pious person, five-time namazi, everything, genuine, sincere person, elderly, old person, Allah grant him jannat, he has passed away. Sincerely, he asked me, Monana, that uh, how is it, is there one Allah who makes you do good, and another Allah that makes you do evil? In other words, shaitan is also one Allah. We, he, and he is also one, one power of doing good. And in the annals of history, there are those people who have this wrong. That there are two gods, a god of good and a god of evil. So he also, though he's five-time namazi, but he had the wrong idea and he was concerned. He asked, eh, so we must, we, our concept of Allah Ta'ala, our belief, make sure, stay with the, in the company of the ulama. Listen to bayans that are being given. Kitabs, authentic kitabs, authentic ulama, listen to them, we'll pick up and we'll be able to correct ourselves. Go in jamaat, and when we speak about imaniyat, many will hear 
our lot of wrong things that were in our mind will get uh, distilled and will get cleared. And when we speak, we will be correcting ourselves also. So that is very, very important that our iman be corrected. Together with that, many of us, we say we are confused. Must we take the vaccine? Mustn't take it. Must wear the mask? Mustn't wear it. Must stay, stand shoulder to shoulder or stand one side and distancing. The easiest thing to do, read the ten first ayats of Surah Kahf and the last ten ayats. Easy, read ten, the first ten ayats in the morning, the last ten ayats at night. Friday, try and read all. And Friday, try and read the whole surat. Inshallah, in ten days, you will be convinced which is the right thing to do. You won't have any doubt now whether I must take the vaccine, I mustn't take it. Whether I must wear the mask, I mustn't wear the mask. In ten days time, you will be convinced from the inside of your heart what to do. Allah give us all tawfiq. The ayats of the Quran Sharif I have recited. Allah Ta'ala explains uh, in this subject matter that Allah Ta'ala only closes doors for us. We think it's the end of the world when one door is closed. The difficulty came, finance difficulty, health problem, domestic problem, whatever. But Allah brought that problem, Allah closed the door of, the, of His kindness and you are facing a problem now only to open a bigger and better door. Whenever Allah afflicts us with any condition, it isn't just that Allah wanted to, that condition to come on you. For the true believer, and that is what we have to be. Don't worry about the animals of the West and the filth and dirt that they have got. We are the ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu Allah has blessed us with iman. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Quran Sharif we got, Sahaba, what bright stars, shining stars, every Sahabi was, the Tabi'een, the Tabi Tabi'een, and then the ulama in the Ummat, the Mashaykh in the Ummat, Allahu Akbar, and presently also in the Ummat, the ulama which are present, the Mashaykh which are present, take advantage, these are our perfect role models, where we aping the West, the filth and dirt, People who can't, who can't differentiate between the mother and the daughter, between the sister and the, and the mother. Eh? Those people, we want to follow their way. The vast majority of the people of America and Europe they are not sure who their father is also. Their lifestyle has gone so rotten. They don't even, they, they are not sure who my father is. And that is why they will go and put them in old age homes. They've got no feeling for them. So they will leave them in old age homes. They will abandon the old people, unfortunately. And we are not here to talk about them and condemn them. They're not even going to hear it. They're not going to even take any advice for our sake. Today we are doing that. We are putting our parents in an old age home. Our parents are ill. We are abandoning them. Parents are telling their children that we are sick, don't come visit us. We won't come and visit. The people who got, uh, there's a funeral, only so many people allowed, nobody else allowed, etc. That is all negative signs in our, in our lives. May Allah guide us to righteousness. So whenever Allah Ta'ala closes any door, He's only closing it to open a bigger and a better door. A beautiful example of this is given by which we all can understand. 
when a baby has been formed and life has come, ruh has come in the baby, in the womb of the mother, then for about five months the baby lives there with life. Four months it takes to form the body, how the body is made, roughly about four months. After that, for about another five months, the body, the baby is living now there. And Allah made its sustenance, the blood of the mother, nourished by the mother through the umbilical cord, the, uh, the child is nourished during that time. Uh, that is, uh, Allah made that system. Then Allah closes that door when the baby is born. The umbilical cord is cut. The baby, one explanation of many explanations, that the baby sees the end of my life. Now, how am I going to survive? My rosy is cut. Now, how am I going to survive? But Allah Ta'ala immediately then opens two fountains and two rivers of such nutrition and such great goodness for the baby. Now, the mother's breast and the baby starts drinking on the mother's breast now. And that is so delicious to the baby. And that is so nutritious to the baby. What it was getting for that five months can never compare with what now it is getting. Allah closed the one door to open two doors for it. And two doors, and we all have seen, most of us, we saw our own babies, our children when they were babies, that how the baby drinks on the mother, what, what relief and with what enjoyment. He doesn't want to be disturbed, sucking, drinking on the mother, how it enjoys that. Allah made it so and sweet and enjoyable also, so nutritious also. For two years, roughly more or less, then the baby survives on that. And he thinks, this is my world, and what enjoyment. Then Allah closes that door also. When the, when the weaning period is over, now the weaning, you have to wean off the child. Now you must stop it from drinking and ask almost any mother what a task it is to wean off the child. The child just doesn't want to leave it. That's its life. You are taking my life away. This enjoyable, nutritious and sweet and enjoyable and how I enjoy drinking on my mother, that is being taken. My mother is depriving me of it. And the mother has to also put rocks on her heart because the child wants it. The mother also wants to make the child, but the mother has to also stop this. Eh? And, and it has to come to an end also. Allahu Akbar. Allah closed these two doors only to open four other big doors for the child. Eh? Four great doors Allah Ta'ala opened. What are the four doors? Two Allah Ta'ala has made of vegetation. Now fruit, vegetables, etc. which grow. Now it's going to start enjoying this year. And then meat, flesh of birds, of, uh, of lamb, eh? some partridge bird, some other delicious, some, uh, uh, some uh, the game, meat, eh? all delicious things. Allah starts, opens that for you. And then Allah opens another two doors of milk and water for that child. Now it will drink water also, milk also. Now the child, that two doors got closed and Allah opened four doors for the child. Allahu Akbar. What is the mercy and the kindness? You dislike this year, that these doors must be closed. But you can see it's only better for you. 
We stopped you from something inferior to give you something superior. We stopped you from something which you wanted now immediately for, to give you something long-lasting forever. And then any person, not only a Muslim, not only the Ummah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi any person who got brains, who Allah gave brains, and Allah gave everyone brains, but they have to be used in the right way. Our brains, when we don't use them in the right way, many times we also say somebody working for you, and you explain him how to do this work. Everything you're showing him in detail, over and over, you're standing on him, and still he does it wrong also. You say, this man got no brains. But when he wants to steal from you, then you say, what brains they got? That to, our brains don't work. How? What brains they got? So not only those people, whoever it may be, Allah gave us brains to earn akhirat, to gain the marifat of Allah. But when it comes to that, we say, nobody's understanding, nobody's listening. But going sun city, eh, one alim told the sun to what that place was, shit city. Eh? All that places, then the brains work. And to go and gamble, then the brains work. To do all the filth and dirt, all the evil, then even good Muslim people's brains are working now. And when you tell them, come masjid, brains are not working. Then they are, they are gone, finished, not only dumb and zero, finished, they're not working, they're working opposite. They say, masjid, you'll get virus. How the, how the brain start working opposite? So a person who uses his brains in the right way, and one easy way, read the ten ayahs of Surah Kahf, the morning, ten at night. Juma, read all, ten, ten, and better Juma, read the whole surah. See how your brains will start functioning. And see then what direction automatically from inside you. You won't need bayans. You won't need your parents to nag. And you won't need children to nag with the parents that come right now. Change your lives. No. Every person on his own, he will just change. So now when a person uses this, then Allah Ta'ala makes him realize that when my mort come, mort is covetous. Mort is desirous. Now Allah will close that four doors for you to open the eight doors of Jannat for you. And when the eight doors of Jannat will open, وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ نُزُلًا مِّنْ غَفُورِ الرَّحِيمِ Allah close these doors and Allah open eight doors of Jannat. And what now, Allah Akbar, yeah, in this dunya, you still, even a thief, to earn his rosy in his haram way. He's also got so much work to do, planning he has to do. And then how the risk factor, I can get caught, I can get shot, I, what and what can happen? He also has to work. A beggar, he also has to work. You see them standing from morning to night, uh, they're coming door to door, they're standing at uh, street intersections, they are begging so much. But yeah, this rosy which Allah will give, no effort whatsoever. And the best rosy. And what enjoyable rosy Allah Ta'ala will get. So Allah Ta'ala stopped the inferior to give you the superior. Allah Ta'ala stopped the temporary to give you the eternal, everlasting. Allah Ta'ala gave you that which you had to work for to give you that which you don't have to work for. 
Just little bit. So this iman we have to try and build while we are in this world. So that we get this realization. So that we realize that whatever conditions come upon us, some financial matter, some domestic problem, some fights and arguments in the family, a true mu'min again and a true human being, whoever it is, that person will take lessons from everything. You are afflicted with an illness. People take treatment, go hospital, take treatment. There are other people, mashallah, till today, who don't take no treatment also. And they also get better. And those who take the treatment, they get better, they don't get better. Whatever Allah has decreed, that happens. But the important thing is whether you take proper treatment, which is permitted, or you don't take treatment. It's not haram if you don't take treatment. Great, great, Allahu Akbar. Allama Anwar Shah Kashmiri, rahmatullahi, was the amanat of the ummah, the walking library. What ulum and what knowledge Allah had blessed him with, and what love of deen Allah Ta'ala had given him, and what deep understanding of deen Allah had given him. At one stage in his life, he developed piles, painting piles, and piles, Allah save us all from all bimaris. They are also very painful, very, very painful. So his main khadim, who was serving him, his student, Allama Al-Ataullah Shah Bukhari, go and do some treatment. You are the amanat of the ummah. It's not only your own matter. The ummah depends on you. The ummah needs you. So he said that, who is going to treat me? The doctor who I must go to, my doctor made me sick. Allah is my doctor, he made me sick. Now I have to just turn to him, he will give me my cure. So anyway, he didn't take treatment, he got better. So, but the thing is, in all this condition, for us to take the lesson is the most important. Where our level of iman goes higher, Allah is the doer. Whatever we do, whether we took treatment, we did not take treatment. Whether we went and asked, we had a financial problem, we asked somebody for help, we didn't ask. And, and the time, Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala says that when Allah afflicts you with a condition, our nature is, we will go and tell people, go and tell the wife, I got this problem here. Tell my brother, tell my father, tell my sons, get them, we got this problem here, what must we do? Allah says that uh, I gave you the problem and you are complaining to people who can do nothing about it. Who haven't got the knowledge, who haven't got the know-how, who haven't got the capability of helping you, you are going to complain to them about me. And I can do everything. And you're complaining, complain to me. Come to me. One person who needed money and heard in a certain town, there is a very generous person who helps everyone. Let me go and ask him for help. He went there and it happened at such a time that that person was in namaz, in the masjid. So he waited for outside and looking. After that he saw he's lifting his hands. So he said, I came to a beggar to beg from a beggar. Eh? What is a beggar going to give me? And if he is begging, let, from whom he is begging, let me beg direct from him. And when Allah, you beg from Allah, Allah gives you what you want also. Allah pays you for asking him also. Allahu Akbar. If you go and ask a Maulana Mufti Safi Masala, you go and ask some generous, wealthy person for help. He helps you. Monana gives you the masala also. But he won't tell you, okay, I'll give you so much for coming to ask me. 
what you wanted, he'll give. Uh, for Allah for asking him. Dua, for that also Allah gives sawab. Dua is a ibadat of its own. And what you ask for also Allah Ta'ala gives you. And Maulana Muhammad Umar Sahib Panandpuri Rahmatullah used to give this beautiful example. That when we beg from other people and ask other people, it is like the busy, busy highway at the time when it gets a peak, busy. When you, you, uh, you, uh, the cars are just zooming past and one paralyzed person tells another paralyzed person, you get on my back and I'll take you across this freeway. He can't walk himself and a good person, healthy person, where are you going to cross that freeway when the cars are just zooming, zooming, zooming past? Where is going to help you? And a paralyzed person telling another paralyzed, you jump on my back and paralyzed person, how is going to jump on his back? And I will take you across. Or one blind person tells another blind person, come hold my hand, I'll take you across this freeway. This is our example. In this world when things are zooming like this and all the problems are coming and we want to help one, where can we help one another? Turn to the one Allah, the only contour, the only controller, the only being that has got everything, that knows everything of the past, present, future, that knows everything. Turn to Him. And Allah gave us such a means to turn to Him. Dua. And dua changes taqdeer also. Allahu Akbar. Even if a person's taqdeer, he comes to know somehow, through a vision, dream, whatever, that I'm going to die on kufr. Start making dua. Dua will change that also. Hey, that I'm going to be meeting up with an accident. This is going to happen. That is going to happen. Dua changes taqdeer also. Such a thing Allah Ta'ala has given us. So we have to turn to Allah Ta'ala. So halat and conditions will come upon all. For us it is that we turn to Allah. Seek the help of Allah Ta'ala. And every condition that comes must bring us closer to Allah. That is when we got brains. How we all laugh just now with that person when he steals. Then we say what brains they got. But when other simple straightforward work, we showed him so much, we say he got no brains. We are in the same category if uh, conditions which come on us and we don't take lessons also. That that condition came and it went and we took no lesson from it. Every condition, good and bad, must be such that it brings us closer to Allah. We understand the qudrat, the closeness, the love of Allah. And whatever Allah does, Allah only does for the good of a person. Allah Ta'ala closed the temporary doors to open the permanent doors. The doors of dunya and Allahu Akbar. Allah on human's nature where we make a big error. All of us generally. All of us we are involved in that. What has been fixed for us? What has been guaranteed for us? We make effort in that. And what we had to make effort for, what we were charged to make effort for, that we don't pay attention. Example of that, Maulana Muhammad Umar Sahib Palanpuri Rahmatullah used to give. A father tells his son, if you pass your exam, then I will give you, in our times, a BM. In those days, a bicycle. Now the promise is made by the father. Now the boy, he mustn't worry about the bicycle or about the car, the BM, which one he wants. He must worry of passing the exam. But normally what will happen, he'll go and check all the bicycles in the bicycle shops. The top BM, he, nowadays he'll just go on it on the computer. He'll just Google it and what, what features that car has got, what, what things it can do. And he's not studying. 
he's going to fail. And when he fails and he asks his father for the, for the BM now, father will give him one kick on top. That I, if you passed, I told you, and now you're coming and demanding your BM from me, I told you if you pass, I will give you this, B, uh, this, uh, the BM. So Allah has fixed our rosy. But we are fully engaged in seeking our rosy. Our every person, no matter what amount of earnings we got, we are earning 20,000 a month, 100,000, 500,000, a million a month we are earning, whatever we are earning, it is fixed by Allah Ta'ala. We can't decrease it, we can't increase it. But our whole worry is in that. The other is Allah has fixed every person's rosy till mort. Till mort you won't die until your final grain of rice you ate. Until your final uh, 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 sugar, sugar, grain or what? Or salt. Till the last bit of it. Till your last bit of oxygen. Till that you will not die. But we are more worried of our rosy and we are more and more is fixed for every person. لا يستأخرون ولا يستقدمون. It won't come one moment earlier, it won't come one moment later. One time in the majlis of Sulaiman والسلام, there was a young person sitting and he saw some person looking very weird and very frightening and that person is just staring at this young man. So he asked Sulaiman al-Islam, he got right, who is this? Why is he, the way he's looking at me, what's he? He said, that is Malakul Mot. So he said, looks like he's after me. And Allah has given you control over the winds also. So you command the wind to take me to a far away island. So that I can be far away from Malakul Mot. He's here and you order the winds. Sulaiman al-Islam complied. And made dua and ordered the winds. The winds took him to a very far island. As he came to the island, he sees the same person coming. So he says, you, and he say, tells him, you. He says that I left you there, it's telling Malakul Mot. He says, your Mot was written here at this moment. And I was wondering, that's why I was gaping and staring at you. I have to take your Mot there in the next few seconds. And you are here. How am I going to take your mod there? And you made your own arrangement to come here. So mod was written for him there. On the fixed time, the fixed place, mod was written. So mod is written for everyone. Whether we take all this Fong Kong protocols and all that also, it can't stop the mod. Mod is written for a person, it is going to come on its time. Nobody can stop it. Whether you take the protocols, you don't take them. What Allah has fixed, mort will come. But our worry is I must avert mort. I must do everything. I can't go masjid. I can go shopping mall, no problem. I can go to parties, no problem. I can go anywhere else, but masjid I won't go. I can't go. I'll get the virus. My children tell me, no, daddy, dada, nana, you can't go masjid. Eh? All excuses we make. If we want to go, we all can go. But when we don't want to go, we got enough excuses. Agar tu hi na chahe, to baate hazar hai. When you don't want to do something, you have enough excuses. A baby, when it has to sleep at night and doesn't want to sleep, it will say, I'm hungry now. Now it will say this, it will, it will make all its excuses because it doesn't want to get in the cot and sleep. 
Eh? So we also got our, so things what Allah has fixed, our rosy and our mort, we are all the time con- worried of averting mort. What, what amounts of money we spend in the hospitals and with doctors to avert mort. How lot worries we got all the time I'm worried, mort mustn't, but it's fixed. Then we don't have to worry about that. Our rosy is fixed. What we are responsible for to bring the laws of Allah in our lives, that we're not worried about. What we had to do, that we are not worried. We laugh at that person, how he uses his brains. Our brains are worse. That what we have to wise is that person who starts working what he has to do. One person complained that now with the lockdown, now we can't go for Jamaat Namaz. We're feeling so bad about it, very low. Our masjid, they're not allowing. Uh, masjid is closed and with all the protocols and all that. But I asked him, what you can do, your ibadat at home, and you can increase your ibadat. Are you doing that? Then he said, yes, really, I'm not doing that. What we can do, that we're not doing. And we're complaining of what we can't do. Yusuf Ali Salatu Wasalam, when Zulekha uh, um, uh, tempted him and uh, lured him into committing evil with her, what he could do, run till the door. That's all he could do. He ran till there, Allah opened the door for him. Here he said that, now what can I do? I'm helpless. I can't do anything. I'm in her clutches now. Then he should have been destroyed forever. But he ran. How much we can do, let us do. And we do how much we can, Allah opens the further doors for us. Man taqarraba ilayya shibran, taqarrabtu ilayhi dhira'a. A person who comes one hand span to me, I go an arm's length to him. A person who comes walking to me, I go running to that person. Allah is free of running and coming closer to us, but Allah's rahmat comes in torrents to that person who makes. So we must do what we can do. And conditions that come, don't worry about. Take the lesson from that condition. Make it a source to come closer to Allah. Allah will soon bring the day when He will set us free from the prison of this world. Yeah, also we should realize that many of us, our common dua when we make for one another, may Allah give you a long life. Eh? That is the most common dua. So what are you going to do with a long life? Eh? A long life, our Shaykh Rahmatullah used to explain, Mahanana Thanvi Rahmatullah explained, that you have a long life, and you are an old person, you are urinating, you are messing the bed, eh? you can't get to the toilet, you can't eat yourself, you can't, somebody's feeding also, what, what's the use of such a long life? Somebody else will add a little bit more with afiyat, with, with ease and comfort without being a burden. But if you are in the disobedience of Allah, what's the use of a long life? One moment of life in the disobedience of Allah is worse than Jahannam also. So what is the use of a life even with afiyat? Make dua. Many of our buzurks, they should make dua. Whenever anyone asks them for dua, Allah Ta'ala, apni raza kuali zindagi nasifarma. A life in the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Ask you for duas. Qari Abdul Hamid Sahib Rahmatullah, was the Imam of Kirk Street Masjid. Amir of Tabligh worked there at that time. He used to make, whenever anyone asked dua, Yaghfirullah lana wa lakum. May Allah forgive us and may Allah forgive you. Our Shaykh, Rahmatullah we had seen, anyone ask him for duas, he would lift his hands immediately. And then make dua. 
Today we, we, ask, we don't even ask one another for dua. We don't need it also. Ask your wife also for dua. You don't know what her position is. Ask your children. In the hadith we are taught, ask one another for duas. And then make duas. Another very sad thing is, we tell somebody, we report that to Saudi, what laws are they making? Pakistan, what laws are they passing? Make dua. Immediately we start making bad dua. Oh, these people are terrible. May Allah destroy them. May Allah Ta'ala let them suffer. May Allah let them die. We ask for duas. When Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam was told, make bad dua. Curse the people. He said, I've been sent, been sent to curse. I've been sent as a mercy. So he made dua. We say that we start making bad dua for the person. And that bad dua is not going to solve the problem. The general trend of life is whoever leaves, a worse person comes in his place. Whichever government goes, a worse government comes in its place. Not that anything better. Illa mashallah, now and then it happens, Allah. But normally. So let us all engage and turn to Allah, tabaruk wa ta'ala. So Allah has given us the short life to prepare for that eternal life. For that, inshallah, on the first, second and third next weekend of Rabiul Awwal, 8, 9 and 10 next weekend, from Juma till Sunday Zohar, uh, there will be a Islahi Jalsa at the Darul Ulum in Azadwal. And it will be all centered around this. It's not that we enter, we're going to take part in the Jalsa and we're just going to become farishtas and angels and we're just going to change our lives. But it is a place where, alhamdulillah, so many ulama will be given, different ulama will be giving bayans. And also Ajib, that uh, nowadays is all social media zamana at this time. In fact, one son told his father that I don't know how you people lived without the cell phone, without the smartphone, and we don't know what what is still going to come. What what Allah is still going to create? How you people lived without a cell phone? Whereas in those days, we, there wasn't even a landline in every house. On the street, one family had a landline. People should go there, beg them to try and make a call, or their call should come out. Anyway. So, how you people lived? He says, I don't understand how you people live without the Qur'an Sharif. Eh? That you don't read Qur'an Sharif, you don't touch. How can you, we lived with the Qur'an Sharif. And Allahu Akbar, make Qur'an Sharif your companion. One old lady who passed away at the age of 83 in Trinidad, originally Jordanian uh, nationality, but she lived there. She told her granddaughter, make Qur'an Sharif your companion. And in an, like an exaggerated way, she should say, whenever I wish to eat something, before I turn the page, Allah sends it to me. Whenever I want to meet somebody, before I turn the page, Allah sends the person. She said, my beloved daughter, her granddaughter, make the Qur'an your companion. It will solve all your problems. So at these, at the Jalsa, inshallah, Islahi Jalsa talks at GF. So this social media and that, how many ulama from overseas countries, we didn't make that tashkil, we didn't ask them to come. They just, their letters came, emails, we are booking, and we are coming, we want invitation, letters, whatever. So people from around on ulama, and they're doing great work in their areas, they are coming, and we are here, just a matter of what, 400, 500 kilometers. And mashallah, Allah reward Mufti Yusuf and Maulana Mehtar and others. They are making bus arrangements. They are facilitating everything. So let us take advantage. 
Let us come and listen, take part of it. We don't know that we just have to, have to wait a little longer in the line for the toilet. We had to wait a little longer for to make wuzu. Wuzu khana was full. Allah felt mercy on us. This person in his home, he's got his luxurious bathroom. He does a, the toilet is his when he wants to use it. Clean toilet there. How many people will be using it? Toilet sometimes not so clean. It's a bit mess. There's water, whatever else there might be. He sacrificed for my sake. Allah will make decision of your hidayah. We don't know how and when. And once that decision is made, we will see deen will be our passion, enjoyment. It will be our hobby. We will enjoy. Once Maulana Ahmed Khan Puri, Dhamad Barakatuhum, asked him, Hadrat, how, how come you, bayan after bayan, you're making so much effort, don't you get tired? He, he told me, he said, does a person get tired when he's doing his, in his hobby, what he loves? He doesn't get tired. If we go home tonight and we still have to make some sunnat namaz, witr namaz or something, we get lazy, we make excuses to ourselves. And then we just take the phone and now the messages will take you two hours to go through. And then one link to another link. And then you don't know where you landed up, in which part of the world and with who you are now involved. Before you know what, you hardly have time to see the, the time on top. Before you know what, it's 12 o'clock already. But to make your two rakats of namaz or to read your Amin to Billahi and to read Allahumma inni a'udhu bika and ushrika bika, then my head was too heavy, very sleepy I'm feeling. But the minute the messages come, oh, then everything is gone. And now you can spend time over and over. So Allah ta'ala make it that we take advantage, we have got these opportunities. Every day is a day in our life that we make a new resolution. Prepare for the akhirat. And Allah will give us the passion and enjoyment of deen. Deen will become our hobby. We will come to the masjid and we will be like a fish in water in the masjid. Once I was in Trinidad, our family is also there. They hosted us. And they told us there is a tobacco, is a small island which is connected with Trinidad. One person was there at the seashore and he saw that in a little puddle, maybe with the waves or something, a fish had come into the puddle. So just that little bit water and the fish now is not happy, it's not safe there. So he understood, Allah put it in his heart. He took a stick or something and he pushed the fish back into the sea. Immediately it swam away. And it was like uh, what enjoyment. After a little while it came back. And it, uh, with its tail it waved him. Told him Jazakallah. Eh? That you took me out from my prison. And you put me into my freedom. So a mu'min is like that. When we are outside in the world we are in our prison. We come to the masjid we are in our freedom. And the minute we sense more danger. More virus. More anything. Make a takaf in the masjid. Go in deep waters now. Come more to the masjid. Stay more in the masjid. And a munafiq, it comes, he is like a bird in a cage in a masjid. He is the last one to come and the first one to go. And all the time, why the imam started two minutes later today? Why the imam is reading so long qirat today? And he's now showing off what is qirat. Reading smart and uh, making his qirat longer. I have to go now. I've got this work. I've got that one waiting. This appointment, that appointment. Hey, that is how Allah save us from being in that condition. We laugh at that person who uses brains for the wrong things. Where are we using our brains? In 
the masjid, we're using our brains, I must be outside quickly. And we go outside and we join there what somebody has called the PPC, Pavement Panchat Club. Eh, the Pavement Panchat Club. That club where there, we won't sit for ta'aleem, they take too long and they, we heard it enough times. They've got nothing new to tell us. The same things they're going to tell us. And there we can discuss such science and such progress things that the world doesn't know. And the only condition to join the PPC, the Pavement Panchat Club, is agarbatti. Eh, you take out your cigarettes and you start destroying your health. Destroy your money and make your mouth smell foul and you want to go and kiss your wife and she doesn't want to also. You are smelling so bad and now you've got problems with the wife taking fault out in her. It's all your problems. Eh? So use our brains in the correct way. May Allah give us toffee, guide us to righteousness and accept us for his deen, inshallah. Read salawat, durood sharif. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalamu ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een Oh Allah accept our gathering Oh Allah accept all the brothers who prepared And sacrificed to arrange this gathering Accept from everyone who has come Given up and sacrificed Whatever comfort and leisure Whatever work they had to do And we came for your pleasure To your house oh Allah And you, you give the greatest respect and the greatest honor to your guests, O oh Allah. You brought us here, O oh Allah. You bless us with hidayat, O oh Allah. You bless us with your closeness and your marifat and with your love, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, let us be attached to you. O oh Allah, give us the commitment that we are fully and truly Muslims outwardly and inwardly. Day and night, O oh Allah, private and public life, we are devoted to you. You make us yours, O oh Allah. We want to be yours, O oh Allah. Nafs and shaitan are always distracting us and taking us away. The dunya is taking us away, O oh Allah. You take us and catch us by the forehead, hair of our forehead, and bring us to you, O oh Allah. Make the masjids beloved to us. Make the Quran Sharif beloved to us, O oh Allah. Make the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Allah Wasallam, beloved to us, grant us all the goodness and all the best of this dunya and akhirat. You be merciful and kind to us. We are monsters to ourselves, O oh Allah. We are cruel to ourselves, O oh Allah. We don't understand our benefits and our harms, O oh Allah. Just like youngsters, they're doing all the wrong and they just don't understand, no matter what explanation is given to them. But, O oh Allah, we are also the same. You are the most powerful. You are in control of everything. We beg you, pull us towards you, O oh Allah. Make us jazb, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, by your magnetic force, Pull us towards you, O oh Allah. Pull us away from our nafs and shaitan. Pull us away from this filth and dirt of this dunya, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, accept us. Give us peaceful lives in your obedience and give us the best of mort, O oh Allah. Give us the best of akhirat, O oh Allah. Give us the best of dunya also, O oh Allah. Rabban, all our marhumin, forgive them, O oh Allah. All who are living, living, O oh Allah, give, give us ease and comfort. Who are 
ill, give them shifa, O Allah. Who have got financial problems, remove them, O Allah. Who have got fights and arguments, O Allah, remove them. And let us live peacefully and happily, O Allah. Make us sincere in our devotions to you, O Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul alim. Watub alayna ya maulana innaka anta tawwabur rahim. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Bi rahmatika ya arhamar rahimin. Wa alhamdulillah.